You're listening to the shorter, digest version of the Hutton Orbital Radio Show, with the Hutton News, the Hot Pit Bit, Commander Flossie and her community goals, Galnet Digest and Buck Naked's Top Trucker. If you want the discussion section and the green room, there's also a longer version of this podcast available. Whichever you choose, do enjoy the show. A light flickers dimly in the gloom. We hear rather than see an empty bottle roll across the floor and stop suddenly as it hits something. The air is foul, stale, fetid, as if some crazed alchemist had taken all of Simu's farts and all of Shouty's burps and brewed them in a cauldron for eternity. As our eyes become accustomed to the semi-darkness, we can make out slumped forms, bunting hanging from the ceiling at a strange angle, and the word balls, spelled wrongly, scrawled on a wall in what looks to be blood. Or maybe prawn cocktail sauce? We now realise that the bottle that we'd heard had collided with the foot of a supine figure, who is snoring quietly, and wearing a t-shirt that says, my co-pilot went to Gawen, and all she brought back was this lousy t-shirt and a sexually transmitted form of mods. Someone flicks a switch, and the light becomes brighter, unbearably bright given the state of this sorry lot. Several lumps that appear to be just piles of rather worn clothes start to move, and as if they were some kind of zombie tribute act, drag themselves towards their seats. Someone groans, never again, and all of their heads are bowed forwards, resting on the lovely cold desk in front of them. In the next door control room, a man, who has obviously not been partaking in the festivities, wearing an expression that could be best described as smug, flicks a switch, a red light illuminates, and a voice says, Our mics are live. Good evening, good evening everyone. This is Hutton Orbital Live. We are fully recovered from our little trip at the weekend, honest. This is your host for this evening, Harry Balzac. Dick Chafing is currently suffering from a comms problem. He says it's an ion storm near the Crab Nebula. I think it's because he can't find anyone who knows about virgins in Glasgow. With me invading my personal space this evening are the smooth tones of Willie B. Hardigan. Good evening, Galaxy. The lilting tones of Amelia. <laughs> That's nice, Harry. The one who always brings the tone down, loose knockers. Glad to be here, Mr. Balzac. And the person whose tone always rings clear like a bell, our very own Norma Snockers. Flattery will get you anywhere, Harry. See, Lou, why can't you be more like Harry? Oops. On with the news! How many balls can a ball trucker truck if a ball trucker could truck balls? Rudolf Hucker in battle with serial killers. An important message regarding caring sharing. Hutton's annual trip to Lave is official. 
Station salvation as Hutton goes rushing in. Atris 5060 tries not to let a promotion go to his head. Lou explains what's going on, which is more than he does when, he, when we're at home. And my lovely Norma shows us where we should aim. It was balls to your partner, asp against the wall, on Saturday as Hutton once again showed that our truckers are the truckiest truckers in the truckverse. Yes, it was bento time. Bento disco balls, polished to perfection, shipped by hundreds of pilots under the noses and the plasma cannons of many, many pirates, over a 22 location, 21 jump course, past the most powerful white dwarf since Tyrion Lannister, through systems that induced innuendo overload, ending in a load-dropping, ball-emptying climax. We were promised shenanigans and we got shenanigans. From a convoy lead who found that he'd forgotten his fuel scoop, to a fuel rat who suffered from premature ejection, from a speech channel where we heard hundreds of voices cry out in terror but were not silenced, to a naughty boy wizard up past his bedtime. Commander Wotherspoon blew up so that we don't have to. And Commander Hutton Truckers made his return. Briefly. There's cheers for truckerly behaviour from our very own Flossie, who valiantly struggled against all odds to refuel Commander Van Pinger, despite him constantly jumping to the next system before she could catch up. No cheers for the people who blew her up four times as she went about her mission. Commander Flossie, or Poppy as she likes to call herself at the weekends, learned several valuable lessons during the convoy, including 1. If you think you're going to need to be a fuel rat, make sure you have a few fuel limpets on board. If you do find yourself in need of limpets, but do not have space in your hold, don't let muscle memory dictate what you do when selling some of your 120 bento balls to make room thus avoiding, uh, avoiding your cargo hold. And three, if you're going to be a fuel rat, make sure that you have a fuel scoop. Many commanders offered their ships as bait in efforts to draw the dastardly pirates away from the convoy, notably the hot sheet and Rampage's rampant rabbit wing wings and paid the ultimate price in the process. Uh, Commander Rampage paid the price very early on, getting destroyed at the station as he set off. But there were many honourable pirates as well, including the pirate who kept messaging Rampage's rampant rabbit wing about his poor starving family, which made our commanders feel sorry for him and donate some balls. Incidentally, should this happen to you, the authorities recommend that you should donate to the Pilots' Federation charities, as pirates may not be as they appear. Some may actually be picked up by their beluga and taken back to their luxurious asteroid base, or they may take your donation and spend it on Onion Head. Commander Wingnut multitasked to fly and raise money for charity and gathered enough on the night for special effect to be able to offer another disabled commander-in-waiting the chance to join in with the fun that we all enjoy. 
Rudolf Hooker cannot be with us tonight. He's currently being detained at a facility in Doriso on a planet that was described in the Codex as Earth-like. But after some misguided terraforming, we suspect a Mr. Dusty virus in the climate control. Possibly, why Doritos is known for his advertising slogan, for the cold and wet. It briefly became a water world and has now transmogrified into a new, hitherto unknown type of body, a mud world with organic life. He is touched down on a remote planetary location, inexplicably named after Cremedian, who apparently does a lot of work with bare naked ladies. The local economy is a mixture of high tech and agricultural, but grain is currently the main import, with new supplies arriving very slowly as the SRVs are needing an extra boost to get through the quagmire. The weather malfunction has left the popcorn crop waterlogged, the space mystics more than a little soggy, and the hippos from the menagerie gambling in unadulterated Teuton joy for the sight of all that mud. Cecil was last seen in nothing but a set of waders chasing after the Hutton duck, who was relocated in the year 3303 after a number of radio-related incidents. The duck, sensibly, paddled away from that particular site at speed and was last seen grazing on Hutton's new underwater watercress crop. There are even rumours that the Madden Unks of Van Marn and Star have declared the local conditions perfect for one of their strange festivals. Apparently, ley lines are not necessary if you have enough mud. Speaking of which, Wanda of Wanda's Emporium and Massage Parlour has sent one of her luxury beluga liners to obtain some of the mud for her ladies, plus a couple of her gentlemen masseurs, in an attempt to keep them young-looking enough for passing trade at Hutton. There were worries that the detachment of Momus Bog Spaniels providing security at Doritos were in danger due to their short legs, but a passing pleasure cruiser donated the rubber rings from the pool and we are glad to say that they are busy chasing criminals mud powered by their wagging, as, of course, Bog Spaniels have swamps as their natural habitat. Our commander has been forced to take his ship on patrol trying to ensure that all visitors to the station have appropriate docking permissions, which proved necessary after the local authorities failed to scan an adder that was doing duty as a shuttle slipped in using silent running. A confidential source has told us that for his valiant efforts in this crisis, Rudolf Hocker may be receiving an honour in the Emperor's birthday honours list, a knighthood, which will keep his head warm on those long, wet, cold nights. We at Hutton are proud to support our two charities, Special Effect and Hearing Dogs for the Deaf. But we wanted to pause for a moment and remind everyone after seeing a story where having a hearing dog allowed someone to be a carer for their co-pilot, that this is Carers Week here in our little part of Seoul. And to say thank you for the literally millions of unpaid helpers who every day care for family and friends who remain in their home systems. These people do not see themselves as heroes. They're doing what must be done for commanders and civilians that they care about and thus care for. There are days when this is a joy and the benefits that they bring feel like selling a hold full of void dockers. But there are also days when even a loved one can feel like someone who's ganked you with a full ship of expiration data. Unpaid carers are up to seven times more likely to be lonely than most pilots. 
So if you know someone who is a carer, why not send them a direct message? Talk to them. Let them share with you over a megagin. You'll be an emotional fuel rat and help them get back into trucking. Hutton's annual trip to show the Denzians of Lave what they're missing is now official. Your favourite radio show does now appear in the schedule for the LaveCon weekend. No, this is your favourite show. What were you thinking? Live capers will be broadcast and your presenters will be able to display their prodigious talents. So make sure you watch the live TV feed. But don't sit too close to the screen. Once upon a time, the commander was born. Commander destined for great things, but there was little evidence of this in his early years. As, and even now his employees keep him working down the salt mines for long, long days, limiting the time he has available to act as a revolutionary. Despite these setbacks, Commander Lenin managed to flaunt his name upon an old station, one that has seen better days. The ancient but revered St. Peter Witherspoonberg City this station was towed to PSPF LF2 and renamed as Leningrad Orbital. As those of you who have paid to have your ship transported to another system can imagine, the cost of moving a whole station was enormous. The station needed repainting, new light bulbs. Previous tenants took them all when they left. Bathrooms were filthy, all of the airlocks needed to be changed. All of this added up to a tidy sum. But truckers being truckers, you managed to pay off his debts. And that would have been that. But no. The faction that had taken up residence were having none of this. They were staying. And they pulled up their fur collars in a significant fashion as they prepared themselves. Winter was coming. Siege of Winter Palace, figuratively speaking. Now history shows us that the regime change is never easy. But truckers never know when to quit. We're simple that way. And so we triggered an uh, election. We should state here that rumours concerning the leaders from the old faction that suggest they were taken out in the middle of a forest and disposed of have been exaggerated. They were, of course, being treated to a lovely picnic and any shots that may or may not have been heard were merely from hunting for the food for the table. This was such a success and all of the old leaders enjoyed the picnic so much they have decided to stay in the forest forever. And as a result, Leningrad is yet another home for Wolverine's hunting truckers, as he extends his benevolent and fluffy rule further across the galaxy. Good evening, truckers! Atrus5060 finally reporting in this week, not only as your liaison between Cannon's research on the Thargoids, but in some odd turn of fate and desperation, the temporary leader of Hacks Command! Yay, Hacks Command me! Commander Falco Tuck has accidentally gotten himself trapped in cubicle three of the orbital. And while we desperately try to extract him from the horrors of that biological nightmare, he has screamed through the door for me to assume command until he escapes. Oh, poor bugger. Probably should have reminded him that Cannon has been using Cubicle 3 recently as a place to store their xenobiology samples as well. And that the boffins hung up a rather revealing picture of Buck 
from ECM in there to remind visitors to limit their time in cubicle three. Oh, well, fingers crossed he comes out unscathed and somewhat mentally stable. Last time I went in there, the image of Buck was burned into the back of my retinas for several weeks and I had only turned on the light, which was also ill-advised. Once again, anti-Zeno pilots wiped the floor with the Thargoids in all five incursion systems in the past week. Rescuing Dan, he's a nice man, isn't he? Tabit, HIP 30045, Obasi, Osor, and Opites. Opites from further destruction. Unfortunately, the Thargoids increased their efforts in HIP 14997. Oh, and some named Ella, 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 and Gorengathi. Yay! End of the list. And we were unable to keep the Thargoids from putting the systems into incursion. Sorry. Pilots are needed to evacuate civilians from the damage stations and engage the bugs in the combat zones. To add on to our to-do list for the week, Eagle Eye is reporting the presence of Thargoids in all... Here we go, another list. Quiharmony! Heng! Sokolowski! Svaratya! and Valtam. Hexcom HQ at Vries Terminal in Garrickson-Jones was attacked this morning and has temporarily been moved to the rescue ship outs located outside the station. Station, 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 you know, station, that one with the station. As acting Hexcom leader, yay, orders are to start this week's campaign here to reclaim this system from the bugs. I want to see the space lanes littered with the corpses of our enemies. But uh, could you sweep them up because it's a bit messy. Also, let's try to keep the cock-ups to a minimum this week. I've seen the ridiculous amount of paperwork that Commander Falco took has to fill out every time we accidentally ram civilian ships on the way back to dock for repairs. Or when we accidentally shoot each other or blow up. Work as a team, truckers, and we can rescue this system in no time! Good luck out there! For the bug! Well, this week's update is super simple. Most importantly, we won the election in PSPF-LF2 and now control Leningrad Orbital. We've built a healthy gap since the election and are sitting pretty. We don't want another expansion anytime soon, so please work against us in Luton 145-141, Wise 0855-0714, Wolf 124, and in Van Marlen Star. Everywhere else just needs to tick over, so if we're in need of excitement, you're either one to look outside of Hutton Space, or maybe deal with the pirate attack in Wolf 359. The story in Colonia is pretty much the same. We don't want to antagonise our neighbours in Tyr, so just deal with the outbreak in Deriso and keep Eel Procol Centauri nice and steady. That's me for this week. Over to Norma. 
Evangelis' elite expeditionary force has revealed plans to build a megaship and have requested various commodities to be delivered to Chu City in the Shana Bay system. More on this later. So, you've arrived in Colonia after deciding to leave the hustle and bustle of the bubble. You've picked out the hunk of rock you want to call home, and now you need to find an habitat and have it installed. Well, here at Frontier Developments, we have you covered. Know what I mean? Whether you're looking for the sleek practicality of a federal design, to the exotic luxury of the Empire, or even the shabby chic of the Alliance. We exclusively source our materials from a wide variety of independent suppliers. And our skilled craftsmen assemble it all to bring your dreams into reality. From biodomes to modular homes, landing pads to waste processing, we can help make your corner of space that little bit more habitable. Look us up in the station directory at Giles Station in the Doriso system. Frontier Developments, because it's the Frontier and it needs some developing. No identification with actual companies, including persons, living bodies, spaces, and products is intended or should be inferred by this commotion. How's everybody been? We had a good time. Obviously, the big news of this week, bento. Bento balls. So, how did everybody do on the, get the convoy? Yeah, somebody answer the phone, will you? Oh, sorry about that. It's just my, I, I, think, I think my bum's making another call. Hold on, I'll just check. <laughs> but this, this one thing that you can rely on psychocare to do is phone you from behind and the the site's terrible yeah, come on this, ignore, this ignore him everybody whilst he whilst he mucks around with his phone come on tales of bento go on how did we all do Apart from i died Aussie. yeah we all died <laughs> and did it, how many people made it through intact after i died at the beginning i did make it through yeah after i got killed near the what, about fifth or sixth jump after that i decided discretion is the better part of valor every system i did a little bit of scooping turned my bum towards the sun and dropped a normal space and went <laughs> waited for the count and jumped out again like a brave man again still i made it <laughs> we were using ships that were boosting up to just under 900 Ooh. With, with heat sinks and cargo holds so they used to pull us down and we just disappear and just pop the heat sinks so they couldn't see us and couldn't catch us. That, that's Lovely. an interesting tactic. Now, uh, one of the guys was saying that that's what they were using was they would jump and then drop straight away into normal space. Is that a good tactic? I know they can obviously wake scan and fall in behind you, but say, for example, you do that, jump in, drop out, and then accelerate as far, you know, as full speed as we're in, in a direction away from where you've arrived. Will they come in where you arrived or where you are? I think it's where you arrived, which is why we do what we do. But we don't drop out and then just boost away. We deliberately let them interdict us and then submit them boost away to pull them off the, the rest of the convoy. That's what we were doing. But yeah, I think in theory you could actually just drop and then just boost away and they'd come in where you dropped and they'd have to try and catch you. Because, I mean, I, we, we appreciated it. I went, in fact, we showed exactly how effective the distraction wings are. The, you know, you guys did a sterling job, but... Um, it was another convoy. It's just wondering those people who find themselves constantly getting hammered, whether or not it's any more problematic for the pirates to have to pick a a single target and then 
follow them only to find out they're not there, whether or not that would dissuade them. Um, anyway, think, we're always looking for ideas. Then we could fly low hanging in a fast ship. Yeah, but there was enough low-hanging fruit for them to be able to yeah. go for commanders who didn't drop out first, wasn't it? So they didn't need to worry. So I don't have to run faster than the tiger. I only need to run faster than you. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't need to evade the pirates. I just need to make sure they get you. <laughs> Well, it, I think it was a great success. We had, I haven't got the numbers in front of me, how much we did, but we did shed loads. That's, I think that's the exact number, exactly shed loads. Shed loads. And so I think you, everybody had fun. Almost everyone had fun. So you're all lucky. I, I was drunk on gin and never made it out the dock. Well, I did both. <laughs> <Was it? laughs> there were some sober thing. people who never made it out the dock. There were some people that never made it to the dock either because they started taking them out really early, the buggers. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find the the wonderful stats for it because there were some amazing uh, figures that uh, the Hutton Helper uh, made us aware of. I think it was something yeah. like 2,000. Um, 2,000 odd tons of bento balls made it. Uh, which is not bad. I mean, it was quite painful. I know people who were loading up the big ships. The big ships were high-risk strategy. They really were because that was an easy way to lose two to 300 tonnes or even if you had a Type 9 full, 700-odd tonnes in one go. Um, so definitely, definitely an amazing event. I think, I don't know, if it, is it, was it anybody's first time in a, one of these kind of events? But mine. I've done it before. Yeah, yeah I've done it before. What do you think? I mean, because obviously the thing that we always, always make sure, well, one, your heart's thumping because you realise that it's a terrifying prospect. Uh, when you're doing the jump, you've got no idea what you're going into and it can really, really give you that real sense of fear, which is brilliant because you don't get that in the game normally. Um, but uh, it's the, what, what always gets me going is when you look at your scanner and all you can see is hollow symbols Triangles. everywhere that's Triangles. Just, uh, yeah. so awesome mm -hmm. Dro dropping into an instance with like 20 hollow ships and about six of them are green and the other dozen or so half of those are probably friends and the other half are enemies and it's a real jump it's quickly looking around to see who you can sort of look out for and who you have to protect was yeah really good fun funniest yeah. bit for me was when we were all with somebody's messages saying harry potter was stream sniping and we all started taunting him over this stream <laughs> that's just brilliant <laughs> but you know, again it just it shows that you know we you have fun and yes and I know Flossie, you could hear that it was getting to you that you're on your fourth attempt and again you're taken out. Some people <laughs> do get hit particularly hard and it can be frustrating. The point is just to keep going and if it's too much, then you're done for the night and go and carry on doing it because it's not about letting people harass you out the game and making you so angry. But as I long wouldn't as let them fighting, beat me. <laughs> no, exactly. As long as you fight hard and I as enjoyed much it. as you I really, want to. I might not have sounded like it, but I did enjoy it. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. As I say, you know, it's, it's, it's that without the sense of danger, what is there? Um, yeah, exactly. So it's difficult because I, I definitely think that if it was coming down to a pirate versus truckers, although we got the convoy through, which is the ultimate aim of a convoy, 
is to get the product to the destination and that was successful, I would have to say uh, a sort of nod towards the pirates that robbed people uh, in the correct manner. Uh, well done to you. You certainly uh, it made it more interesting for us and the gankers well they added that sense of danger although it felt a bit unfair sometimes but they added a sense of danger that otherwise would have been missed i think um and again a big nod to them for being so successful because i believe uh before we got to the the very last stop we had a count of about 144 ships destroyed um so they did really well uh but then again 144 ships were there to be destroyed. We could have been well over 200, couldn't we? Yeah, I mean, we can can chat to to Antarius if he's in the green room later on and see uh, what figures he he can give us, because I know he's got a a whole sheet for the bento balls. Um, And yeah, that's that's definitely been one of the most amazing additions is with the Xbox and the PS4 guys joining in and being able to see the stats and to share in the whole uh, misery or celebrations, whichever side you were on, whether you arrived in one piece or in multiple pieces via the postal service, uh, we got there and we got it done and a giggle was had. And that is exactly what we talk about with PWP. It doesn't have to be easy. In fact, it's often better when it's a pain. It really felt like one hut and that weekend, last weekend, it really did. We, everybody in the same place. Yeah. yeah, crossplay. Yeah, and it was great fun unloading the big ships at the end. Yeah, I, that was good. Yeah, I, I found I I'd, I delayed a little arriving at the station because I thought, oh, there's a station nearer to the star. Why don't I dock there? And then if I get destroyed again, it'll be much quicker to get back into the fray. But after ten minutes of sitting there and the pad three being blocked, I thought I'll come along later. So I just got to the station and there was funky abigail there with a huge hold full of anaconda balls and there was just me and her wingmate unloading it so that went on for about another 45 minutes and as everybody else buggered off (laughs) at the end because they'd done all their stuff but it was that was great fun too so and i did enjoy standing in for baz for the photo shoot oh yes that's right yeah because we uh the four of us in our wing Oh, my original wing <laughs> were all in special effect uh, paint jobs. So I wanted to take a, a screenshot with the four of us together. But Baz had gone back. <laughs> so thank you for standing in for him, uh, Dead Me. It greatly. was a pleasure. Just a pity that I managed to get three of the ships uh, alongside in the, in the screenshot. You do like taking I, photos from I the couch. I couldn't see. I couldn't see which way was, there were, which way up. And it wasn't until after I posted the photo, in fact, the next day, and I thought, oh, there's only one that's the right way up. And that was yours. Well, I'm glad I was the right way around. No, you were the wrong <laughs> way around. Flossie was on the wrong side as well. <laughs> I don't know. I'd, but um, I ended up with the final one showing three undersides and one top side. They're beautiful from both sides, given the special effect paint job. How's that? Yeah, okay. (laughs) The the trouble is, with such an event like that, it really makes any other bit of news from this week pale into its significance, doesn't it? It does a little, yes. Yeah, such a major event. Brilliant. 
Okay. Oh, Sean. It, so, Sean, yeah. what's the next one? No, the way, that's it. That's all we've got. <laughs> that's all we've got this year. Oh, <laughs> Benzo. Oh. Now we've got to go and get the balls back from Bento and take them back because someone's got to clean up after that party. And it's, you know, the, the, we now need to, to create the, the Hutton Orbital Cleaners, um, a new faction. <laughs> I was sending by... Sean in then to knock on the door and go, please, sir, can we have our balls back? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't forget, by, uh, yeah, don't forget I know floor mopping guy. You know. Yeah, that's right, yeah, well, he'll need to get himself in there. Have you seen the video of floor mopping guy? Yeah, I can never unsee it. That gif, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you, Mia. Yeah, I've seen that gif. Damn your eyes and mine. Oh, dearie me. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's from the, uh, the topic of special effect. I have signed up the London 10K, um, and I'm running with the special effect team. So that's oh, going to be quite exciting. Oh, well done. They're, yeah. they're going for the, nice the largest nice one. The largest group of, of runners for a charity. They, they beat it a couple of years ago with 100. I think last year was 125. They were past 100 this year, and I was chatting to Baz, and he pointed out there weren't yet any truckers signed up. So I couldn't back out at that point. <laughs> Talk to, to that one. <laughs> yeah. So that's um, on the 21st of July, so a couple of weeks after LaveCon. Yeah. My goodness. So so, anyone... you know, can anyone remember, I can't remember the name of the commander that was raising, um, oh, what was it? Raising funds um, for the Bento, the Bento bomb. Wingnut. Wingnut, yeah. That's it. Thanks, yeah. Congratulations to him. It was over, what, £600 or something, I think it ended up being. Over 1000 in the end. He, he passed the threshold to actually get uh, another kid uh, kitted out. So it was enough for a... Oh, it's, like, it's like getting a whole puppy. It's that, it's that much. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So congratulations to you, Commander, and thank you so much for for just making it something more than it ever could be. Because uh, uh, I think that's what you guys out there do. You know, we... Started the the truckers a humble time ago, just in a purely purely for a way to make people try and make the hut and mug be a thing. That was all it was, and it's become <laughs> so much more now, thanks to our members who have taken the lead, who have taken over, and continue to do the stuff uh, that impress us no end. Thank you to you all. Yeah, it's brilliant. Mashing. So I think we're. Um at the end of the chat because we probably all went for sleep for several days after the convoy. Hey there, Commander. Are you looking for your next vacation spot? A nice place to take the family to relax? Maybe you're a newlywed looking for the perfect spot for your honeymoon, or just a trucker looking for the best place to pick up agricultural products? Well, jump on over to Epsilon Eridani, located only 10.52 light years from Saul, where you can visit the historical planet of New California, one of the first planets to ever be terraformed by the Cisco Corporation in 2958 and home of the Worldcraft theme park. While you're there, stop in at Fortress Cousins and make sure to pick up some of the finest agricultural commodities credits can buy. We have animal meat, fish, tea, and coffee. We have grain, algae, fruit, and vegetables. Make sure to check out our liquor store stocking beer, liquor, wine, and tobacco. If you're looking for textiles, we also have leather and natural fabrics. If you're a trucker jumping into our system, we will buy your crop harvesters, marine equipment, atmospheric processors, and your water purifiers. We'll buy agri-medicines, advanced medicines, and also your basic medicines. Are you just starting your trucking career? 
We'll stop in at Weird Wally Starship Emporium, where we have Cobra Mark III's, Type 6's, and Type 7's. He'll pay at least 500 credits for your trade-in, no matter how many light years are on the odometer. We have the outfitters to get you going, and best of all, if you act now, we'll even sell you a planetary vehicle hangar, equipped with your own SRV. We're on Goldstein's Rock, you can find plenty of arsenic, maybe some niobium, molybdenum, or even some ytterbium. Or you can even hop over to Major's Mine, where you might just find molybdenum, tungsten, or even technetium. So what are you waiting for? Visit Epsilon Eridani today. Act now. Prices and availability of goods are subject to change. We cannot be held responsible if you're inducted into a cult by the Mad Monks of Van Main and Star. Offer limited to Hutton Orbital Truckers. Please contact Hutton Orbital and Alpha Satari for more details. Community Goals News. Evangeline's Elite Expeditionary Force Appeal. Evangeline's Elite Expeditionary Force has revealed plans to build a megaship in the Shanna Bay system. Archangel Evangeline, commander of the faction, made the following announcements. The successful construction of the megaship EFS Archangel will serve not only the Federation, but the entire galactic community. EFS Archangel will provide a hub for our military operations, allowing us to bring the fight to our enemies and defend imperiled systems. Together, we will make EFS Archangel a safe place to trade and share knowledge. Long live humanity! To ensure completion of the project, the organisation has requested superconductors, computer components and insulating membranes from the galactic community. Pilots who contribute these resources to the force at Chu City in Shanna Bay will be rewarded at the conclusion of the project. The campaign will take place between the 13th and 19th of June, 3305, and if the targets met earlier than planned, it will end immediately. To earn rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before delivering superconductors, computer components, and insulating membranes to Shoe City in the Shanna Bay system. And that's this week's CG News. Flossie told you what to do. Hello from PSPF LF2. My name is Commander Rincewing Cymru and I have the pleasure of being the custodian of this fine system. The LF2 stands for Love Flying 2 and once you visit us once, you'll love flying here too. We have something for all commanders and all types of station. Gestern port is the main Coriolis, positioned just over 1200 light seconds from the main star. Everybody says nobody does a welcome like Gaston. There's also an outpost called Norton Dock and a lovely little planetary base with an undercarriage friendly 0.15G called Salgari Depot. All stations have repair, restock and a commodity market and the friendliest welcome this side of Alpha Centauri. For the truckers out there, you can buy a Haulier, Type 6 or Type 9 
and we have some huge 7E cargo racks. When you're incoming, we offer above galaxy average prices for consumer items, food, minerals and technology. After you've relaxed in the on-site spa and sauna, you can fill up these cargo holds with your discounted metals and our fabulous fabrics. Conductive, military-grade and synthetic, all in the latest fashionable colours and all at an unbeatable price. If pew-pew is more to your taste, we have in stock huge cannons, plasma accelerators, burst and pulse lasers. Team these up with the latest 6A power plant, thrusters and shield generators, and then take them out to our beginner-friendly, compromised nav beacon. Here you can get some practice in before heading out to one of our two, yes, two Hazrez sites. We're not leaving the miners out, oh no. You want rings, we've got them. Choose from rocky, metal, or three. Not one, not two, but three ice rings. The prettiest rings to mine in. Looking to engineer your ship? Need antimony for your shields? Ruthenium to improve the blast resistance of your hull? We've got them. Not huge amounts, mind. They would be very rare if we did. So, if you're cruising around Corkery or playing in George's pants with just a short eight light year jump, you'll find something for everyone and the warmest hut and welcome. Just say Rincewind Cymru sent you. You'll love flying too. PSPF LF2. <laughs> Here we go. News Digest, 13th of June, 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, firefight casualties as president detained. Appeal ends early for housekeeping. Distant Worlds 2 ends early. Artificial driving ambition. Firefight casualties as president detained. Disgraced Alliance President Gibson Kincaid has been detained at his family estate in Zayance after a short battle between Alliance Interpol and Kincaid's security detail. Kincaid was apparently trying to leave after hearing that he'd been formally removed from office following a vote in the Assembly, and that he'd been subsequently charged on a number of counts including treason and murder. A number of others accused of being complicit in Kincaid's alleged crimes have also been arrested, including at least one senior executive at the Bank of Zayance. The arrests follow a plea bargain agreement with Zayance's most senior admiral, Frederick Yamamoto, who was arrested after being implicated in the murder of former presidential hopeful Fazia Silva. Following the firefight, a number of casualties were recorded on both sides. Those attempting to protect Yamamoto are believed to have been employees of the Office of the Alliance President. Tashmira Silva, sister of the murdered presidential candidate, said she was now confident that Kincaid would face justice for his crimes, and that the Alliance had been cleansed of evil. Appeal ends early for housekeeping. Sagittarius I magazine is celebrating after a massive response by commanders helped it to exceed its expectations in the campaign to build a printworks. The appeal for unusual metals achieved six tiers of success despite lasting for only six days. 
The Pilots' Federation has apparently insisted on a clear day between such appeals to allow space janitors to sweep up the debris of spaceships from the McMullen Ring toast rack and space sanitizers to spray air freshener into the docking area. It also provided enough time for quick and cheap base builders to manufacture a whole new asteroid base for the magazine. It doesn't take long, as long as you don't mind them finishing off after you've moved in. The Printworks Asteroid Base is the new home of Sagittarius Eye magazine, and the first publication through the press is issue 22. Available now from all branches of Space WH Smith. Distant Worlds 2 ends early. Distant Worlds 2, the 10,000 Commander 8-month voyage to Beagle Point and back, is over. The Beagle Point Visitor's Book has been closed. If you haven't got your commemorative decal, it's too late. It's over. Finished. Everyone is free to travel home in their own time. But it wasn't going to be like this. This was supposed to be the halfway mark, with the expedition returning together to the bubble. That's why it was an eight-month voyage, with the May arrival at Beagle Point, followed by another succession of scintillating scenic waypoints, many of which were scouted out in preparation for the expedition during 3304. Perhaps the expedition was too successful. With more than 13,000 registered participants to wrangle, the organisers had a lot of work to do to keep up. The temptation to abandon all those squabbling participants at the most remote corner of the galaxy must have been overwhelming. The truth is, Dr. Kai and Eremis Kamsel never left the bubble. They sent all those gullible Distant Worlds 2 members off into the black while they remained behind, drinking Lavian brandy and smoking Kamitra cigars paid for by an anonymous benefactor. Because Distant Worlds 2 was bankrolled by Tharg the Mighty, Lord of Polaris, to get all those tiresome commanders away from the bubble and let him invade in peace. Artificial Driving Ambition Rumours are once again circulating that artificial intelligence may be permitted within the galaxy in a new range of ground-based vehicles. Artificial intelligence is strictly prohibited in spaceships, as can be seen by the way that ships that are not piloted by commanders are unable to find their way through the toast rack, get stuck on landing pad 3 at Hutton Orbital, and cannot land successfully on a landing pad at planetary outposts, preferring instead to stand vertically like tombstones at the end of the pad. Core Dynamics, which recently bought out Vodal, is believed to be investigating the concept of self-driving cars, something so unbelievably futuristic that it's hard to believe that it might be a possibility in the 34th century. Will their artificial intelligence be able to drive around the rock? Or will it just keep crashing blindly into it? Together with the AI, Core Dynamics are expected to unveil a new range of vehicles to complement the existing one-seater Surface Reconnaissance Vehicle, or Buggy. 
The range will include the SWV, or Surface White Van, that can carry four tonnes of cargo and will drive at a steady 55 miles an hour in the middle lane and swerve violently if you try to overtake. The STR, or the Surface Tron Racer, which is a rubbish vehicle but very good at cornering, and the SAW, or Surface Adam Woods, which is just another name for the sort of vehicle coveted by a family man who still thinks he's a boy racer. Driving around on planets is to be encouraged because, as everyone knows, the one place you never need to worry about encountering Thargoids is when you're on a planet. And that's this week's Gallant News. Gallant News, we read the news so you don't have to. Welcome truckers, I'm Commander Eisenary. I'm the overseer of Wolf 124. Thanks very much for the job. We're located a few light years away from Seoul, 33.98 to be exact, but who's counting? We only have one son unfortunately, but she's a hot little thing and a class M to boot, so you can drop in and fill up. Here at Wolf 124 there are two stations available for your used truckers. First one is Willis Port, that's the main station. She's got large landing pads, so Pretty much any ship can drop in and say hi. Our second station, Yamazaki Station, has only up to medium pads, I'm afraid, so that does limit the ships available, but by all means drop in and say hi. Here at Willisport, we've got many facilities available for you, including Commodity Market, Black Market, but who really uses those, right? Outfitter facilities are available. Unfortunately, it's run by Doodleberry, out of a local village idiot, but he's a very good mechanic and has up to Class 8 in some categories. And of course there's the shipyard. Well, we have 13 types of ships, some used, some not, some <coughs> slightly dubious origins, but many ships anyway, including of course the classic Vulture, Eagle, Ass Scout, Ass Explorer. But you're truckers, right? So what do we have for you? Well, we have Type 6, Type 7, and yes, Type 9. No Type 10s. We don't like them here. Well, I do, but they don't. Moving on, be a refinery. We just love importing things. And one of the things we really need is natural fabrics, because obviously we don't have the facility to be able to do it. Also, copper and polymers are really, really popular here. Even better, we love being able to export crop harvesters, food cartridges, and of course, hydrogen fuel. From Yamazaki Station, they also do export titanium. Always a good place to remember for those community goals. For the miners out there, we have an asteroid belt which happens to be metal rich. So come in and blast away. But we also have three planets that have rings, including one that adds the jewel ring of rocky and ice components. Very useful, two for one, so to speak. Looking for some planetary surface action? Well, we've got a surprise for you. Wolf124 has 17, yes, 17 landable planets, having a whole host of mineral goodies waiting for you to discover. These include the standard ones such as carbon, sulfur, iron, phosphorus, but there are also a couple of rare ones, and believe it or not, a couple of very rare ones. I would tell you about it, but what's the fun in that? So pop down to Wolf124 and see what we are hiding for you. Now 
to rid the galaxy of the Don's dastardly desperados for the fourth week in a row is Commander Texas Stew with 32 million credits earned and accounted for. We are slacking on Saturday, eh? Our top mission trucker this week is Commander Defiant with 315 mission points earned. See, by the way he spells his name, he's effing defiant. Hauling cargo like a hurting trucker order, our top trucker for the third week in a row is Commander Rod O.W. who transported and sold just over 57,000 tons this week. Unless he stops for a bathroom break soon, He's gonna create his own gas nebula. Driving the Hutton high-speed rail this week, Commander R. Grimes hold 3,972 passengers round the galaxy, and I bet not one of them was grateful. Now, if you remember, we have a challenge set for the Commander Must. Now, if you remember, we have a challenge set forth by Commander FDM Mustang. It's open season on Thargoids, and you don't even need a license or tags for it. So, if you're in a fumigate in a few bugs, 
fire up that ship and get to fire guide hunting. So our top fire guide killer again this week is Commander Lydia of the Void with 538 bugs squished. But our current leaders remain the same as last week. Commander Zane Till, Commander Ed Hunter, and Commander Wingnut English with their same totals as last week. Remember, first one to 10,000 kills is the winner, and the prize, like my mama, is a real beauty. Our fastest run to Hotton Orbital is a little more interested this week. And Commander Litherbreaker has finally succeeded in breaking his own record. The new record stands at 1 hour, 22 minutes and just 56 seconds. That's a whole 13 seconds faster than before. I don't think that Commander Litherbreaker has just dropped his glove here. He's laid down the gauntlet. If y'all think you got what it takes to pick up that gauntlet and beat these scores, then download the Hutton Helper and get the flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you've got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at pop.forthemug.com and get to trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one, get in touch with us to get your very own hunting decal for your ship. I have a note here from Burke that says that that was the hunting top trucker brought to you by Lacon Spaceways, the only ships in the galaxy equipped with a Harry Potter whoopee cushion. Good afternoon, truckers. Percy Thrasher here. Now, normally I'd be out farming barnacles, but sometimes the weather's too cold, so I sit down and read letters from our listeners. Got a nice little one here. Thank you very much to Andrew. I'm not a Hutton trucker. I'm a Hutton trucker's son. I'm only trucking Hutton till the Hutton trucker comes. My wingman is a keeper. He's a very busy man. I try to understand him and I help him all I can. But sometimes in an evening, I feel a trifle dim. All alone, I'm Hutton trucking when I'd rather truck with him. I'm not a Hutton trucker. I'm a Hutton trucker's mate. I'm only Hutton trucking because the Hutton trucker's late. I'm not good at Hutton trucking. I get stuck. Though some truckers find it pleasant, I'd rather truck or duck. Old trucking geese is gorgeous. I can truck a goose with ease. But Hutton trucking's torture because they haven't any grease. I'm not a Hutton trucker. He's gone out on the tiles. He only trucked one mug and I'm sitting here with piles. You have to truck them fresh. If it's fresh, they're not unpleasant. 
I knew a man in Dunstable who could pluck a filthy trucker. They say the village constable had hut and trucking sessions with a vicar on a Sunday between the first and second lessons. I'm not a hut and trucker. I'm a hut and trucker's mum. I'm only trucking hutton till the hut and truckers come. My good friend Godfrey is most adept. He's really got the knack. He likes to have a hutton trucked before he hits the sack. I like to give a helping hand, I gather up the feathers. It's really all our hutton trucking keeps us paired together. I'm not a hutton trucker. I'm a hutton trucker's friend. I'm only hutton trucking as a means unto an end. My wingman's in the hazres, always banging with his gun. If he could hear me half the time, I'm sure that he would run. For there's fluff in all my crannies, there's feathers up my nose, and I'm itching in the kitchen from my head down to my toes. I'm not a hutton trucker, I'm a hutton trucker's wife, and when we truck together, it's a hutton trucker's life. Thank you very much, Commander. That's an old one, and it's a good one. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too? Great show, guys. Thanks. Thank you, Lethal. That was awesome. Yeah, thanks, cool. Sean. Cheers. Thanks. Cool, cool, cool uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Amelia. Thanks. Thanks to all of my crew. I'm Mr. Dusty. Give me your trash.